When you have a little girl, you only want the best for them. You yearn to teach them all the good things that life has to offer, cherishing all the firsts and counting the days until you walk them down the aisle. But sometimes, things turn for the worst and you panic at every turn. Days passing as you slowly forget how their voice sounds like, but you'd never hear it again. Here are their stories. Nyaline was born to parents Billy and Nancy Briscoe on September 18, 1978. Nyaline's parents eventually divorced not long after her birth. Her mother, Nancy, soon remarried a man by the name of Kim Marshall, who proceeded to adopt Nyaline and her older brother, Nathan. Just three years after marrying, the couple had a third child a daughter named Noreen. The Marshall family, now a family of five, seemed to live a very happy, joyous life until suddenly, Nyleen disappears. On June 25, 1983, Nyleen joined her mother and her father on a trip to Helena National Forest in the Elkhorn Mountains they were attending a picnic hosted by the Capital City Radio Club, which her stepfather, Kim Marshall, was a member of. Around 4 p.m. that same day, Nyleen was playing with the other children in a meadow near the Beaver Dams on Malpin Creek. Nyleen, who was just four years old at the time, was much younger than the other children so she grew tired and eventually fell behind the rest of the kids. So she sat down by the dam as the rest of the children walked ahead of her, played in the water and chased frogs. But when the kids turned to look for her just a few minutes later, Nyleen was nowhere to be found. The kids ran to the adults to let them know they couldn't find a little girl. And that started the search for Nyleen. And her family immediately called the authorities. They conducted a search of the entire campground, park, and along the creek where Nyleen had last been seen. The FBI joined the search along with local volunteers and members of the family's church. They searched the creeks, ponds, mine shafts, and even used cadaver dogs and divers for the deeper parts of the water, but they ultimately found nothing. After 10 days of non-stop day in and day out overnight search parties, the weather began to turn bad, forcing everyone to cease all efforts of the search. At first, they didn't believe that Nyleen was a victim of a kidnapping, after all, the location they were in was not in the more populated part of the park. It was very remote, and the only people that was in that location were the members of her stepfather's club. And everyone present at the picnic was questioned and eventually dismissed as a suspect. 
but then the police spoke with the children. Many of the children claimed to have seen a man in a purple jogging suit near the creek that day. Two of the kids mentioned that the man had attempted to speak to them, but they moved away. One of the two kids reported seeing Nyleen speak to him not too long before she went missing. And the man apparently was trying to get Nyleen to play the game, follow the shadow with him. Some police officers researching the case believed that Nyleen may have wandered off and just fell into an area of the park that was difficult for her to escape from while others believed that the abductor took her somewhere and that she may still be alive out there. And because of the fact that none of her belongings were found in the camp, they declared the disappearance as an abduction and thousands of missing persons flyers were distributed across the country. Her stepfather was also questioned and considered a suspect in her case, but was later cleared. Then, on November 7, 1985, the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, or NamUs, received a call from a man who claimed he abducted a girl named Kay. Then, a typewritten letter was sent to police in Wisconsin by a man who claimed that he picked up Nyleen and even included information about her abduction that still to this day has not been released to the public. The man who claimed to have had Nyleen said that he was a very wealthy man and that he was able to homeschool Nyleen. He also mentioned that they have traveled extensively, even overseas to Puerto Rico, Canada, and Great Britain. He also mentioned that he knew that her family misses her, but that he loved her and would not be returning her. The letter itself was postmarked from Madison, Wisconsin. Another call came in from an unknown man who claimed that he was the same person who wrote the letter. He began calling Child Find of America, a national missing children's nonprofit group in New York. The police were able to track the calls to multiple phone booths, one being in Edgerton, Wisconsin. In the calls in the letter, the unknown man made it apparent that he may have sexually abused Nyleen. In the calls and in the letter, the unknown man said that he picked up Nyleen on the road in the park area between Helena and Boulder. She was apparently scared and crying, and it was when he was comforting her when he decided that he wanted to keep her. The caller then said that he took her home with him and cut her hair making it short and curly. He also commented that she had grown so much, stating that she is now 45 inches tall and weighed 50 pounds. The man also mentioned how she had four of her permanent upper and two of her lower incisors now, and that she had kept up with her hygiene, bathing and brushing her teeth every day. He moved on to say that she ate well and specifically loved pizza. The authorities were never able to track down the identity of the person who called or wrote those letters. They are not even sure if they are from the same person. 
Police indicated that the information he provided were not specific enough to make it a nail in a coffin. After the letters and the phone calls, a witness reported seeing a girl who resembled Nileen at a restaurant in Janesville, Wisconsin. Another man also reported to have murdered Nileen and disposed of her in a nearby mineshaft in Helena. But the area was searched and nothing was found. The man eventually admitted to lying about having any part of her disappearance. In 1990, the disappearance of Nileen gained media attention when it appeared on a TV show, Unsolved Mysteries. This led to a viewer calling in saying that Nileen was one of her students in Bellingham, Washington. The girl was not Nileen, but it did end up being Monica Bonilla, who was abducted by her non-custodial father in 1982 from Burbank, California. Monica was therefore returned to her mother after being missing for eight years. In 1995, due to Kim having to transfer to Mexico for work, Nileen's mom, Nancy, flew ahead to look for possible houses to live in for her family. Kim was getting ready to fly out to meet his wife when he received an unfortunate phone call saying that Nancy was found dead. Her hotel room had been kicked in and there she was hanging from a shower rod with her hands tied behind her back in her Radisson Paraiso hotel room in Mexico City. She was bruised and battered, and her wedding ring watch and a bottle of perfume were missing, but the valuables that was inside her safe were left untouched. Kim tried to fight the case in Mexico, especially because they tried to list her death as a suicide but then decided to drop the case in order to retrieve her body for proper burial. And I quote, I refuse to let her body rot in a Mexican morgue. Nancy was eventually buried in Texas. Then, in 1997, a 19-year-old woman came into a New Orleans hospital with an unidentified man. She introduced herself as Helena, and she was getting ready to give birth. She said that she thinks that her mother may have been named Nileen and that she had grown up overseas. Questions about her identity and medical history caused the couple to quickly leave the hospital. Though not properly recorded, the two were eventually tracked down and the woman agreed to give a DNA test, proving that she wasn't Nileen. Even though she would have been the same age as her around this time. This was the last time a tip came about for Nileen K. Marshall, and there are no leads left to follow up on, and we'll never know what truly happened to the four-year-old at the picnic in Helena National Forest. But if you have any information at all, please reach out to 1-800-843-5678. Thank you guys so much and see you guys in the next upload.